Hello, beautiful souls. You are listening to the Spiritual Road Trip Podcast with me, Lisa Driver. And this is a podcast that covers all spiritual topics, angel guidance, inspiration, and motivation so that you can live a more joy-filled journey. Enjoy! Hello, beautiful souls. It's Lisa Driver, and this is my very first podcast. So I'm very excited. The name of it is the Spiritual Road Trip Podcast. And the reasoning behind that is because it is the name of my fourth book, which um, as of right now is just being written very slowly when I have time. And the meaning behind Spiritual Road Trip is, of course, this life, this journey that we take um, with our angels and our departed loved ones and that divine energy flowing to us and through us and all around us. And the more that we can really embrace that guidance and that love and sort of let the angels navigate us, the more that we have the courage to shut off the doubt, take the wheel, and really enjoy the journey ahead, even with all its bumps and detours and things like that. So I'm very excited for this podcast. I'm just going to start with it monthly, um, time permitting, because I... I really feel guided to share meditations, my opinions on some of the spiritual things happening in the world, and I really love doing guided meditations and visualizations, so every time I do a podcast, we're going to end with that. So this podcast, I really thought it would be great, since it's my first one, to talk a little bit about 1111. My number is 11. I love 11s. If you've been on my new website, lisadriver1111.com, all my social media is lisadriver1111, and I really got started on this journey because of the number 1111. I was seeing it everywhere. Everywhere I looked. Every time I looked at the clock, I was seeing 11s. License plates, 11s. When I would go to pay for something, there would always be 11 cents or $11. It was, it was insane the number of 11s I was seeing. And this was back in 2012, so seven years ago. And I remember really wondering why, what's going on? And I Googled it and it was everything to do with spirituality, a spiritual awakening, opening up to new ideas and your intuition and that inner knowing. And I found that so fascinating. I was talking to my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law about this and they mentioned that the Natural Health and Healing Expo was coming to Medicine Hat and they had been before. My mother-in-law had actually been for a reading with Tequila Friday. And if you've read my first book, Opening Up, you kind of know how all that went down. I went for a reading. I was told that this was my journey, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Here I sit recording this podcast and talking to you beautiful souls right now. So it's really cool because I'm a big believer in angel numbers, in synchronicity, in the vibrational law of attraction where what we vibrate out, what we focus on, what we're thinking about, how we feel sends out a pulse into this universe. And that pulse is responded to. It, it draws in and magnetizes itself and pulls in more of the same. So if you're sending out gratitude and excitement and joy, the universe really picks up on that and brings you more things to be excited for and says, all right, here we go. Let's, let's do this. Whereas if you're feeling low, sometimes it just feels like the depths of despair because you can't seem to get yourself out of it. And that's partly because what you're putting out there is that feeling of despair. A lot of what I coach and teach about is how to shift into that grateful heart, how to let go of that paralyzing self-doubt, how to really get out of your own way and stop that logical brain from taking over and instead work with that logical brain. 
right? Because it has its purpose. It's meant to really keep us alive, keep us going, keep us motivated, keep those to-do lists, you know, continuing. But we have to internalize everything. We really are meant to process everything through our heart space and through that intuition and through that soulful knowing that this is for my highest good. This makes me happy. This fills me with joy. This feels good to me. And if we're not doing that, if we're not having that filter up, we can really veer off course and miss our destination completely. So I love the idea of using 1111 to welcome in more people because I really do think a lot of you that if you're just starting out, that 1111 is going to resonate with you. It's something that you might Google or you might be seeing. And if you're seeing repetitive numbers, hit me up in the comments, send me an email at spiritualhealing1111 at gmail.com. I'm always happy to share what I believe the synchronistic numbers in our lives mean. And I've had a few people email me even just in the last couple of weeks here, wondering what those combinations uh, that they're continuously seeing are trying to tell them. <laughs> and this is the other thing. You can be on this journey and seeing all these signs, but if you're not sure what they're trying to tell you, it's, it's a little confusing, which is, again, why I do my one-on-one coaching and why I have my classes to help bring that clarity to you. I'm really excited to get back at it. Honestly, you guys, if you've followed me at all, you know my life has been a little bit crazy. And I actually sat down and was really meditating and setting intentions as I came back to work after having my second daughter in three years. (laughs) And I was setting intentions on what I wanted this to look like and how it was going to fit into me being a stay-at-home mom and still have something I'm passionate about and that fills me up so that I'm not completely depleted at the end of every day, which if you're a mom, you probably get that. It's, it's very, very challenging, even though we love our kids to the moon and back. And I looked back on the last uh, about five, six years of my life and recognized just how busy I've been. I haven't even really had that time to breathe and relax and internalize what I want and where I want this business to go. Since I sort of got on this track in the beginning, things have just sort of whirlwinded out of control. And I I wrote my first book and then I got engaged and then I planned my wedding all by myself. Well, with the help of a few people, but I did a lot of DIY projects. It was the best wedding ever. It was amazing. And then three weeks after that, Clara and I had opened a physical shop. If you don't know Clara Penner and I, she's another spiritual teacher here in Medicine Hat, a dear, dear friend of mine and colleague still. We opened a shop downtown. And then three weeks later, my dad got sick with cancer. So I quit my day job so that I could spend more time with him and build the business with Clara. And him getting sick really did kind of kick me in the butt. It really motivated me to do what more of what I wanted to do. And In December of that same year, about four months after he was diagnosed, he actually did find out he was terminal. And if you've read Leap, you know it was a very sad day because it was the same day I found out I was expecting my daughter, Zoe, my firstborn. But there's so much grace in that. There's so much beauty in that. And that at the same time, I didn't even have time to process. I didn't have time to celebrate. I didn't have time to even process my father's terminal illness because my husband and I, two weeks later, got on a plane and went to Hawaii for our honeymoon. And even though I was resisting that so much, my father said, go or I'm going to come back and haunt you, which is so my dad. And so I didn't even really get a chance to digest that insane chunk of news, those two insane chunks of news in my life. 
And after that, of course, I was focused on being pregnant and growing this human. My father died on January 4th of 2016. And then five months later, his mother, my grandma, died of of old age, but also obviously a broken heart. I really believe she was just grieving her son. And so that opened up the the wounds and and the grief even more. And we just we were just in a fog that whole year until, of course, August 28th, 2016, which is the day that my daughter was born. Now, a month before Zoe was born and came into this world, Clara and I mutually decided to close the physical shop and to both move online since we were really at different stages in our lives. It made sense to coach at different levels and with different offerings. And when we did that, it felt really like it felt like it opened up a lot more opportunity for me, but then I became a mom and becoming a mother shakes you to the core. It really changes everything about you. It uplifts you. It just takes out those roots and just spins you around until you don't know where you are (laughs) and then plops you right back down. And I didn't have maternity leave. I I had quit my day job when my dad got sick. So just six weeks after my daughter was born, I was back to offering readings and coaching and writing my second book, which was all about my journey becoming a spiritual teacher and losing my father and what that had sort of opened up in me. Now, the thing about Leap, too, is when it came out in November of 2016, I was so exhausted and I was still so overwhelmed by all the changes that had happened in the last year and a half, two years, that I just barely even promoted it. And it was just, it was so frustrating to me because it's such a beautiful story of hope and resiliency and how to overcome the challenges that we all face. So if you are interested in that title, go check it out on my website. It's a great book and there's some excerpts on my YouTube channel from Leap that I think a lot of you will really resonate with. In July of 2017, just uh, about eight months after Zoe was born, I was really guided to go back to work. And I argued that I was guided to go back to work because I really needed to find my footing. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this, but sometimes we think we're on track, we think we're on track, and we get so derailed, we're just grasping at straws, right? We're just reaching for anything. I mean, sometimes that's what leads people to come for a reading with me because they just don't know what else to do. And this was me. I was really struggling as a new mom, feeling that I wasn't being seen or heard, wasn't really sure what was going on and how I wanted to offer myself to my clients and was just feeling so depleted that I just, I took a job in marketing that I could do it in my sleep just so that I could have a safe place to go where I knew I would be valued and rooted and like a little bit of consistency in my life. I really, really needed that. And it was such a blessed job. I was working for the community, doing a lot of charity work and marketing And I really felt uplifted working there with such a beautiful group of women. September that year, my third book, Boundaries and Bucket Filling, came out. I obviously wrote that book because I needed it so badly in my life. I really, really found myself as a new mom needing to say no a lot more, including to clients. And I love the self-care techniques in that book. It's such a great, simple book to apply when we're feeling low. You just flip it open and whatever you flip to is exactly what you need. It's, it's pretty fantastic. And then just four months later, I found out I was pregnant with our second daughter, Autumn. So again, everything kind of spun up into the air and I grew this human and I went on mat leave in August and then my daughter was born. And here we are about a year later, finally able to relax. And uh, that's my last six years, like in a nutshell, in the last, what, five, 10 minutes. (laughs) So thanks for listening. I'm sure so many of you can relate. And if you can't, then you probably turned off this podcast long before. When we think life is going one way and then all of a sudden something comes along. And like I said, it's like a detour on your road trip where the road you were, the scenic route you were going to go is closed. 
So you have to look at the map and figure out another way. And when we tune in and we ask the angels, okay, well, how else can we get there? They guide us. They say, oh, this road's open. And then nine times out of 10, we go down that route and it's beautiful. We end up at like a beautiful scenic point that we get a view that we never would have experienced. Or we go to a local diner and we meet some local people who just make our day and make us laugh and fill us up with joy, or, right? Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's why I want to write book number four in this way, because I think it's such an important way to look at life where there's bound to be construction, but you do have to trust. And similar to driving on that spiritual road, you can't see a hundred kilometers down the road. You just can't. You know that Calgary is 300 kilometers away from Medicine Hat, but you can't see Calgary from Medicine Hat. You have to take it one kilometer at a time or one mile at a time if you're American. It's one of those things where you just have to trust. And it's like driving at night. You know the road's there. You can't see it. It's too dark. You can only see what your headlights show you, but you trust. You're still going a buck 10 on the highway, right? You're not slowing down, terrified that something might come out of the bushes. You don't pull over to the side of the road till morning. And if you do, that's okay. But in the morning, you get back on the road and you keep driving. You don't let those fears paralyze you to the point of quitting on this journey. And that's really what I'm excited to coach you guys on. It's really what I'm excited to talk about in this podcast, that grounded, safe energy. The knowledge that even if things didn't go the way that you thought they would, or if you're really exhausted, it's, it's okay. That's allowed. You're normal. You're not alone. One of the most comforting things that I've really discovered in the last year, becoming a mother of two now and really adjusting to having all of my time devoted to these little humans is just how exhausting and trying that can be. You know, I always wanted to be a mom. It was the number one thing in my bucket list growing up. And I always knew I'd be really good at it because I'm a very caring, compassionate person, period. It is also the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. No one told me that it would push me to the brink every single day that I would lose my temper and explode on my kids and feel like I'm the worst mother in the world. And I know I'm not alone. I have so many mom friends that are just like, yeah, preach. And if you're listening, yeah, drop me a hell yeah in the comments because honestly, it's, it's tough and it's never ending. And yet there's so many beautiful moments and there's so much grace. It's like my dad getting sick. There's just these silver linings and these moments of pure beauty that wouldn't exist without all that stress and horrible energy, right? The, the gratitude comes because we've been challenged. That perseverance gifts us with joy and celebration, but we do have to push on. We do have to push through. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is that big shift, that big change, moving through that discomfort, because that's what 1111 is all about. It's seeing that you're on a new track and being brave enough and courageous enough to take your next best step, to move through that uneasiness that change brings and to say, I'm going to figure this out. I'm determined. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to take it one step at a time and that's enough. So let's do a little bit of a meditation visualization to help you feel more rooted and grounded so you can get a comfortable position and close your eyes and just tune into your breath. And if you can, you can place your hands on your heart, breathing deeply in through your nose and out through your mouth. Every breath feeling more relaxed, feeling your mind calm, 
feeling your heart space open up as you welcome in your angels and divine beings of light, your departed loved ones, to surround you and support you. They've always been there. They will always be there. And as you welcome them in now, you feel that warmth, that love. Just breathe it in. I want you to think about a challenge that you're facing or a new beginning. And tap into those feelings of fear, nervousness, self-doubt. That fear of missing out if you make the wrong decision. And as you feel those emotions rising up in you, Take a deep breath and on the exhale, let them go. See them shift as you exhale and they transmute into sparkling radiant energy. Your angels transmute it into love and strength and power and then breathe that power back in. Feel that courage fill up your chest Fill up your body. Radiate from the top of your head all the way down to your toes. And with that courage locked into your heart, ask your angels what your next best step is. What can you do today to move further along your spiritual road trip. Reminding yourself that nothing can prepare you for life's twists and turns. And while that's difficult, that's also very exciting. Ask your angels to guide you along the way. Ask your loved ones to be with you always. And ask them for a sign. A song, a feather, a coin, a number. Something so that you know you're on the right track. Feel gratitude for their love, gratitude for that power that exists within you. That gratitude pours out from your heart, surrounding you, vibrating out to all those that you love, pouring out surrounding the world with best intentions. confidence and gratitude you sit up a little taller your heart feels a little bit lighter and you feel a tinge of excitement as you move into the rest of your day ready for what your angels and guides bring you just becoming aware again of your physical body 
wiggling your fingers and toes. When you're ready, coming back to the physical space. Sending you so much light and love, you guys. Namaste. To find out more about me, Lisa Driver, you can follow me on social at lisadriver1111. You can visit lisadriver1111.com or check out my YouTube channel, Lisa Driver. Namaste.